right, fucking brag about it. I am, so what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> I'm gonna come through this fucking phone and just slap you. But, like, real soft. Not in, like, a hard way, but, like, in just a way to be like, hey, stop that. (laughs) (laughs) All I can think about is that vine where it's like, that is my kink. And then it's just (laughs) me screaming. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Welcome to Into the Twilight Season (laughs) 2, where it's just me screaming. (laughs) It's dark and sexy and (laughs) still vine references. (laughs) It's still vine references, but this time it's just about kink vines and also screaming. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that sounds about right, actually. I think that's fair, yeah. Cody, how the fuck are you doing today? I'm so hot. Oh. I'm sweating. Not in, like, a good way. Oh. In, like, a my skin is melting. Oh. It's I'm summer, sorry. and I hate it. That's fair. I'm sorry. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what, Cody? Yeah. I am feeling really unsatisfied, because I still don't have juice. <laughs> After all this time. <laughs> After all this time. I don't know why. I think I'm getting scurvy. I need I, juice. <laughs> I just like to, to shine a light on our listeners that mere seconds before recording, Allie pleaded to her boyfriend <laughs> to get her juice when he went to go get breakfast. And that was very good. Okay, so here's this fucked up thing, right? Because usually... <laughs> During the, I know I say this every week, like, I'm going to be prepared um, and do my homework. (laughs) And then as a teacher, right, I always tell my students, like, do your homework before the deadline. And then when it comes to our actual homework, I never do. And that's mainly because I hate reading this book. (laughs) So I put it off until, like, the worst time. Um, But it's usually, like, every Saturday morning when I'm sleeping next to my pure boyfriend um and so I'm reading 50 shades of gray right and every morning um he turns next to me and he's like so what happened right and he doesn't actually want to know but he knows I'm going to like scream about it and so and this is like a little bit of a spoiler for what we're going to talk about today but I looked at him deadpan and I was like well they fucked uh <laughs> welcome everyone like, we finally got there and he's just like so was it good? And I was like, Chris, no. <laughs> <laughs> this has to It's just like every time. Because like last week, right? I was like, Chris, they said the Xbox thing. I thought that was fake. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so. But this time, yeah, I was just like, I need juice. I read this and it was so bad. Because <laughs> I don't drink, right? So I couldn't be like, it's 10 o'clock in the morning and I need alcohol. I was like, no, I just need some juice. <laughs> <laughs> Please. So speaking of school, though, so I have something that's very important that I need to tell you, Cody. I love that. Um, Two things, right? So I teach babies, right? I teach (laughs) freshmen, and then I also teach also babies, but they're seniors, apparently. (laughs) Um, And so you're familiar with this concept of AP testing, right? I'm familiar. Where people try to get college credit and it rarely works um yeah never so (laughs) there's some of these upperclassmen that have done their ap testing and so some teachers continue on doing their curriculum and some don't and so there are some classes that i'm observing right now where they're watching this show on netflix called manhunt about the unabomber Uh have you heard of that show at all i have heard of it yes okay i would watch it Um, Because I'm observing a class right now that is watching it, and it's the good. But the main reason why I'm talking about it is because fucking Esme is in it. Wow. And it's, she's amazing in it, so shout out to that. Hell yeah. Um, But the reason 
also of some Twilight connections that I have this week, which is, I can't believe I'm saying this, um, but it's just been so nice to dip back into Twilight this week. Um, <laughs> sure. I mean, I can't, I'm, I guess I'm not surprised because it is my safe space. Um, but it has been nice because my freshmen that I've been observing as well too, not my usual freshmen, but another class, are finishing up reading Romeo and Juliet, which wow. means that they're watching Romeo and Juliet, the 1996 film with Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> and these freshmen have never watched that film before. Why would they, I guess, if sure. they're not nerds like me? And this film, as most of you probably know, because you've watched it for fun and or in the English class before, is extra as hell, and it's Mm. perfect. (laughs) Um, But on Friday, we had them watch the end of the film. And so we got to, like, that moment, right, which is very different than how it is in the play um, with Romeo and Juliet and how they die. Mm. And kids like McFreaking lost it like they stood up they were getting ready to like start a protest and like leave <laughs> class and it was the most amazing thing to watch but the reason why I want to talk about it right is because when we watch New Moon and when like we read New Moon right Edward mm-hmm. quotes Romeo and it was so wild to one hear the freshman reading that quote out loud and then also listening to Leo quote that because I was like wow I wonder if (laughs) fucking Edward watched (laughs) Romeo and Juliet the movie and was like you know Leo's great but I can do this better you know what I mean hold on hear me out so all I'm saying is keep that headcanon in mind you know yeah it's there it's in my brain it's there he's here Yep. Just keep that in mind. And also, there's a lot of reasons why I enjoy being a teacher, but students almost storming out because (laughs) there's differences between the movie and the play was the good to me. I love that. It was very good. We have some current events. Would you like to start this week? Sure. Where would you like to start? I mean, we have cats involved this week, so I think there's a good place to start. I guess we're going to do a main focus on the fact that you could adopt a cat Named Christian Gray yep. in Canada, I think. Yep. The Lincoln County Humane Society. When I say this photo, <laughs> is true is truly horrifying and gives me nightmares. Honestly, I, it's a photo of me when I'm disassociating. You know what I mean? <laughs> This is me when I wake up like hungover, but like still a little drunk, and I don't really know why <laughs> or how. This is what I look like. <laughs> Just dazed, confused, this whiskers. Is... This... <laughs> this is me when I take my bra off and someone wants to make plans with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, so there's this, it looks like a fake, it doesn't look real, like it looks like a taxidermy cat that they just took a photo of and put on their website. But his name is Christian Gray, and you can adopt him. He is a domestic short hair, three years old, which means he's a bit of an older soul. He's so great. He's got these, like, yellow eyes, and they look (laughs) like they're different sizes. And, god damn. You know what I mean? He's got soul, you know? He just (sighs) looks like he was supposed to be in, like, a Muppet movie, but he didn't quite make the casting call. (laughs) Oh, god damn. All of our best stories come out of Canada. Yeah. Thanks, Canada. God damn. Uh, That's so good. 
I just, I want to use this photo for the rest of my life. Like when I think about Into the Twilight and our photos, this photo, and then that photo that we use of Stephanie Meyer with that Ugh. huge statement necklace when she looks like she's so unhappy are what I think yeah. of. I love that. It's very good. Other things that have come up this week, mainly the book club movie premiere. A. Apparently they had Fifty Shades of Grey books at that and there were copies stolen. That's so why? (laughs) Why to all of this? Who do you think is coming to this movie premiere? Like, I mean, I mean, I guess to be fair, they would probably already have it, but why not? You know? (laughs) Yeah, I love the last line of this little, I don't know, blurb though. It says, if you haven't actually read Fifty Shades of Grey and want to do that, it is actually for sale at stores and online. There's no need to steal it. Here's how capitalism works, in case you're not familiar. Yeah, so that's very good. There are Uh, goods and services, and you can get those for money. (laughs) Yeah, I love that a lot. I just am very intrigued by who and why, and the idea that they weren't actually in, like, goodie bags, but they expected you to, what, just start reading this at a premiere? (laughs) Yeah, you can't take that home. You have to finish it here. Yeah. (laughs) We expect you to skim this and give us a review right now, actually. Thank you. Yes. The only other thing that came up, and this is by no means surprising, I'm just very intrigued by the fact that Australia posted this this week. Sure. Um, Is the idea that Fifty Shades of Grey is very popular for boudoir photo albums. I mean... Shocker. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's just this profile from The Observer about a photographer and in this very intriguing faux red room. I... uh, It all checks out, right? And then there's a giant stuffed teddy bear on the bed. Yeah. Which is a bit jarring for the theme. Yeah. A teddy bear that's larger than the headboard. It's so, it's massive. (laughs) It's It's the biggest. I can't, like, one of these things is not like the other. (laughs) I wonder what that could be. Is it the window that's not facing the outside? Is it (laughs) the red wood paneling? Yeah. Is it the low-bearing ceiling, or is it the teddy bear that's larger than the headboard? You decide. I have so many questions about what's happening here, and none of it is the actual, like, article about, yeah, BDSM is probably a big topic in the boudoir sure. photo area. Okay, so I've I've clicked on this website. <laughs> oh, no, you did not. And now now my, my internet is ruined, I think. Um, yep, well... So... <laughs> But this is what I do for the podcast. There are, wait, six? Do I know how to count? Yeah, six different versions of the boudoir, like, photo. Are you on the the Oz can group thing? Yes, that's the one. There are so many horses here. Way more than I expected. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot. She offers, they offer a lot of services. But in the boudoir one, there are six different ones. It starts from the quickie, which is $250, and it's 15 minutes. And the most expensive one is the Seductress, which is $1,500. What does that entail? It entails, let me tell you, a pre-shoot consultation, 
wine slash champagne slash spirits and chocolates, hair and makeup. Spirits Meat. like ghosts? Like alcohol, Allie. <laughs> what is, how is that different than champagne? <laughs> I, okay. I want with ghosts. The, with, yeah, with all that money, I want a ghost. <laughs> There's a meat and cheese tray. One and a half hour photo shoot. Jesus Christ. A hundred dollar lingerie voucher. Overnight stay in a hotel with transfers. Private viewing of the images, which is a weird thing That's to do. That's very weird. <laughs> Strange. Images on a USB drive. Seven edited proofs. $1,500. And then you also get $1,500. <laughs> And that's like also just give it right back to you. <laughs> I cannot believe. Holy shit. This is really something. Wow. I have so many questions. Yeah. About yeah. everything that's happening here. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, you know, you gotta make a living somehow, you know? I. Is this what happens in Australia? Is that you can do boudoir and you can also photograph rodeos? Is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That seems like a, a cool place to live where you can do all of those things. I'll and... photograph your wedding. I'll also photograph your rodeo the next day. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Listen, they're figuring it out. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well. <clears throat> I think that this website has also broken my internet, but maybe <laughs> one day we'll be able to get back to the point of this podcast. Nah, I don't know about that. Holy shit. <clears throat> well, um, I would you like to talk about chapter seven and eight with me today? I guess I mean I wouldn't like that. I, I don't But I will do it. it. Is it a hard limit for you? <laughs> it I don't know if it's a hard limit. Okay. Is it a soft limit? It might be a soft limit. <laughs> okay. Alright, well... A diet limit. <laughs> a diet limit. God damn it, Cody. <laughs> what? Is it a fresco limit? Oh my... <laughs> yes. No, a fresco limit is a very good thing. <laughs> okay. Alright, well, that's good to know. Fresco limit is cream of the crop. <laughs> okay, well, that's, that's fair. So, here's the thing. <clears throat> Chapter 7, where we left off last week right the last few words of chapter six were holy fuck which same mm. anna yeah um yep. <laughs> god damn i wish that these chapters had titles to them you know what i mean um, all right this one is called uh this one chapter seven is called welcome crusty... to my weird sex dungeon <laughs> <laughs> chapter seven Hi, is called crusty old museum um yes <laughs> <laughs> because here's the thing chapter seven starts off right and she the first thing that anna starts talking about is the scent weird place to start but yeah fine. i guess when there's so much sensory overload happening she clings to any sense of like normal <laughs> normalcy it's like oh a citrus i know that smell i'm not jar like thrown off by anything else in this room yeah but like when you think about it there's the mix of leather and citrus Ugh. yeah no weird thanks. combination no thanks and also, so you get leather, you get citrus, you get deep, dark burgundy, and sure. crosses. Yeah. Does that not set in some sort of panic response to you? <laughs> Any fight or flight response going on here? Because that makes me want to run. God, the way that is described, it, it is remind. It's like the physical manifestation of like 
that section of Tumblr that was like, welcome to my twisted mind. Like, oh my god. <laughs> we got whips. We got dark red. We also got Jesus. <laughs> you don't Holy understand crap. me. I'm complaining. That also reminds me of like the Tumblr, the blogs that used to be all black and white. Oh my and, god. And like vaguely satanic. Oh jeez. But also yeah. straight edge. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yes. So she also says that each drawer that's in there, and there's apparently a lot of drawers, great for storage. Thanks, Christian. Hey. Um, <laughs> was containing specimens that were from a crusty old museum. You know, when I think of sex, you know, I think of crusty and old. Yeah, really just gets me going. <laughs> um, and she's like, I wonder what they hold. And then she's like, actually, do I want to know? <laughs> Fair. The important thing to understand is that the biggest thing in this room is the bed, and there's no bedding. Gross, no. Christian. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Really unsanitary. You gotta throw your whole mattress away every time. <laughs> Hi, this episode is sponsored by Casper. Fuck, could you imagine? <laughs> His life should be sponsored by Casper. Honestly. There's a lot of, like, ox blood happening, but apparently this is his version of being soft and romantic, which is weird. Yeah, you know. Sorry, I just had to let a cat out because she was terrified of Christian Grey. <laughs> the she cat heard... Christian Grey or the regular Christian Grey? Yeah, she could not handle the fact that he had to replace his mattress every time that he needed to fuck. Um... <laughs> oh, what a beautiful soundbite that I will cherish forever. <laughs> Oh, also, I forgot the, like, feathery things that Anna seems to be obsessed by. She's so fascinated by these, like, little feathers. Yeah, uh, and so the first thing that Christian says, the first thing that either of them say in this chapter is him being like, it's a flogger. Um, <laughs> it's like, okay, Christian, you creep. Okay. I love how he, she's, like, taking all this in, and he's like, say something. And she's just like, ah, I don't... <laughs> I'm just gonna keep looking around, and that's cool. What do you want me to say, Christian? <laughs> this is a what little is... weird, <laughs> Christian. Yeah. I just came here for a fuck, and, like, you show me this. Yeah. Christian. Where's your Xbox, Christian? <laughs> All he wanted to play was, like, fucking God of War, Christian. I came here in this fucking helicopter, and I just wanted to get dick down today, and I didn't want any of this weird nonsense. <laughs> Too yeah. much to ask. So, here's the thing about Anna, right? Yeah. She finally, after all of the shock, she's like, what is the appropriate response to all this? And she's like, oh, yeah, fear. Um, <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> but she does, in this moment, anyways, make a clear distinction. that She's like, I don't think he would hurt me. And then she's like, well, not with my consent. And then she looks at the camera and winks. Like, like am I right? Feminism, <laughs> right? Am I, I did right, it. Ladies. Um, <laughs> I get it. And she's That's like, all you need. Just think about it in your head. Never approach the subject whatsoever in person. Yeah. Yeah, but they won't, like, communicate about that. No. Because they're Setting both... boundaries, like, with words? Mm. Yeah. They're the worst. Um, and so she finally, like, talks to him about this, right? She's like, do you do this with people or do they do this to you? It's, like, fair question, right? Cause yeah. Because find out later she's a sad virgin that can't drive. Um, <laughs> and, well, she can't drive. Sort of. <laughs> And so he, of course, tells her that he likes to do this to people. I love his response because he was like, well, because she was like, oh, do you do this to people or do people do it to you? And he's like, people. I do this to women, first of all. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know what if you the remember fuck? the last time we talked about my sexuality. I'm a straight guy, all right? 
And I like to fuck women. Yeah, she's trying to be as inclusive as possible in Absolutely. this moment. Like, she's not even trying to be disrespectful to him. No. She's just trying to understand what the fuck is happening. <laughs> yeah, and I love that, too, because he it even mentions that he blinks a couple of times. It's like, <laughs> inclusivity. What? Whoa. No, whoa. women. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not get ahead of ourselves over here. <laughs> yeah. And so she's like, so you're a sadist? He's like, actually, Anna, I'm a dominant. <laughs> it's like, okay, Christian, shut the <laughs> <All> fuck up. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, because she's trying to figure this out, right? And apparently she's never been on the internet before. Um, no. So she has no idea what any of this stuff is. And so the way that she connects is in her brain is she's like, oh, he likes to hurt women. And so she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Duly noted. Gonna check that off and right. keep going. I will still pursue this, though, because I <laughs> yeah. am interested in that possibility. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not off I the don't... table. <laughs> just a little concerned. Yeah, I uh, still interested. Don't know anything about BDSM, but I do know apparently anything about true crime, so I am a little bit interested. Okay. I checked for fire exits. Yeah. It's talking about this a little bit, right? That she's like, so what do I get out of this? <laughs> and in the most straight man way <clears throat> christian like gestures to all of himself and he's like well me of course <laughs> uh this <laughs> isn't that what you want it's so he, like, like this <laughs> <laughs> this is why i mean one of the many reasons this is very frustrating but um like when this came out and when this was like the picture of bdsm like people in the community were like this is not at all what that is this is just a weird objectification of it right um and a lot of that i feel like is because this relationship is very much like oh everything is for the dominant and that's it like this like right. the submissive gets nothing there's no pleasure there you just get like this hot ass body or whatever and it's like actually that's not it's not like a hey we're all serving you kind of thing it's like a whoa there's communication between two so both people or all parties get what they want and it's right. great yep that's how dynamics work <laughs> that's how all relationships and and sex works but you know fuck it just because you have the title of dominant now you could be like oh that means i get whatever i want and also fuck everyone else, right? Yeah, like right. literally fuck everybody else. Quite literally fuck everyone else on the planet. Yeah. Um, so Christian tries to do this thing of blowing it off, like, yep, um, this is all for me, fuck you. Um, and then is like, well, I sleep downstairs, um, I don't do relationships actually, and we're just gonna try and make sure that you sign this contract and everything so let's go downstairs you must be hungry and she's like actually um this is weird <laughs> enough i don't have an appetite anymore <laughs> anyways so he's like no actually you know you need to eat is this your christian gray impression <laughs> isn't that what he sounds like <laughs> anna. <laughs> anna. <laughs> it sounds like satan right right <clears throat> i don't make love anna <laughs> Anna, I don't love. I fuck. Anna. <laughs> what a bite your lip, Anna. Anna, I want to rip that lip off. Anna. <laughs> With my lip. <laughs> Anna, this is how sex works. <laughs> we just bite lips. Make fuck with lips. <laughs> Sounds like some weird monster factory. Um, okay. God. 
Anyways, so they go downstairs, right, and he pulls this fucking, like, charcuterie plate out of the fridge, like, some fucking nonchalant motherfucker, and he's like, oh, yes, my fucking housemaid did this for me, and he just, like, pulls a baguette, super casual, Um, and he's talking about this paperwork, right, about limits and stuff, and he's like, this is consensual, Anastasia, because he's this fucking sex robot. Yeah, actually, you know what? I stand by my impression. That's exactly what he sounds like. <clears throat> Again, he looks directly into the camera. Is like, hey, you see? Even I'm saying it. And that means yes. it's good. Um, so it's important to keep in mind, right, that Anna's like, so how'd you become this way? And he's like, it's just the way I am. Um, why is anyone the way they are? <laughs> they like, fucking, make this fucking... weird yeah. sip, like metaphor to cheese. It's really... This is not an existential question, Christian. I just want to know, like, how you got into this. Like, yeah, and he tries to, like, deflect it like some weirdo. He has a lot of repression. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, He tries to be super chill about making her eat stuff. And Anna's like, actually, I want to exercise my free will a little bit longer. So fuck off, Christian. Thank you. Um, She asks about how many women he's had. And he's like, 15. No big deal. Um, No. And she tries to get a little bit more information about, like, have you hurt any of them? Will you hurt me? All this stuff. Um, And Anna's getting these questions, right? And he's answering what seems like honestly. She's like, actually, I feel like I'm going to pass out. And it's like, yeah, Anna, you've been (laughs) drinking without eating anything. All this stuff, right? He finally hands over the paperwork of all of these hard limits. And Cody, I need to know all of your opinions about this. They're so bad. It is like, listen, I knew this was bad going into it, right? Like, I knew we were not going to have a good time. I didn't know it was going to be, like, objectively, like, really bad. Yeah. Especially towards women. I was I didn't know anything about these rules. I didn't know to the extent of how, like, gross and sexist and controlling and manipulative they were. Turns out, extremely. Yes. Because he's like, you have this, like, um, budget for clothes that I want you to wear that I will, like, you know, donate to or whatever so you can look nice for me when I, like, mosey you off to schmoozy events or whatever. And then he's like, you must look a certain way and you must, like, maintain your weight and, like, exercise all the time and, like, do all these things. And everything's for me, of course. Whatever. Yep. Um, and it's it's bad. It's really bad. Yeah, it's pretty gross. I don't know why I thought there was something before we started reading this. I thought there was something about them either the submissive had to be on birth control or had to not be on birth control. But there yeah. I didn't remember reading anything explicitly about that. No, cuz he well later when they, you know, yeah, <clears throat> we get there. But yeah, I don't think there's anything in like the yeah. contract. The whole like the submissive will not snack between meals with the exception of fruit. I was like, yo. It's so gross and controlling and like, what? That's I'm not- I'm so glad you want the people that you fuck to have, like, you're setting up, like, disordered eating patterns Ugh. for someone who, like, may already have, like, disordered eating patterns. Right. It's fucked. Anna did not know what hard limits were prior to this, which is fair. Some people don't. Yeah. Um, Especially since she was a virgin. Um, Sure. And she was like, I don't want your fucking money (laughs) for clothes. Excuse me. And then he tries to justify it by saying that he goes to a lot of, like, corporate business events. 
and that requires her to that would require her to be in like fancy attire oh my god even my subconscious is bored by this <laughs> your measly new seattle salary is not gonna be able to afford the outfits i want you to wear so yeah um i'll take care of it she gets all up like she's like um and actually i don't want to work out that much (laughs) (laughs) i was like yes and i advocate for what you need and want um he's like what does he fucking say he's like he says i need you supple strong and with stamina trust me you need to exercise and i was like bitch Uh, no no Uh -uh. Uh uh-uh that's gross and then she's like well how about like three days and he's like i would like it to be four days and she's like motherfucker why are we even negotiating if you're not gonna punch on anything and he's like damn you got me there yeah and then he responds by being like i are you sure you don't want to intern at my company you're a good negotiator and it's like gross stop talking she's like appalled by all of the waxing and stuff which is fair and then he hands over like the actual hard limits and stuff right and she's kind of shocked by the fact that he needed to write these down because um, sure. this is her first time engaging with these, right? Yeah. So she kind of does a little bit of kink shaming with it, of like saying, "quote Any sane person wouldn't want to be involved with this." Um, and so I don't know. I kind of bypass that just because I think that this is her first time engaging with this. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I feel like the language there is not appropriate. Sure. Um, but I feel like you know, like that's just something that she needs to adjust her framing with, I guess. But here's the thing. I feel like this is not, it's not the appropriate time for her or for him to be like, is there anything you'd like to add? It's like, give her a little bit of processing time. Right. This, dude. And like, also she has no idea where to even begin. She's just exactly. like, uh... Yeah, because, okay, so this is where he finds out, right, mm-hmm. that she's a virgin. Um, bum, and, bum, bum, bum. Um, and so the chapter ends, right, with him, just, like, screaming at her of, like, why the fuck didn't you tell me? And he's, like, growling <sighs> because he's the worst. Motherfucker, when will that ever come up? Yeah, there's, he hasn't, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. So that's where chapter seven ends. And chapter eight starts off with him blaming her, basically, for being a virgin and not communicating that with him. Sure. And it's like, okay, first of all, you're the one who's been so, like, blatant about your sexuality and yeah. not being like, lol, you too. <laughs> like, if you're the one that's so sexually experienced, just, like, share that or open up the d- dialogue, communicate right. for two seconds. If you are, like looking for your next, like, partner or whatever, and you, like, and this is so methodical in the way that he's doing it, like, you should ask questions, you should know a lot about their sexual history, or, like, what they have already done and what they're open to doing, all these things, you know, their status, like, if they are a virgin or not, like, these are things that you would come, like, you would, you talk about if you are actively engaging and finding a new fucking sex partner. Exactly. It's really frustrating because she starts off, Anna starts off chapter 8 feeling guilty for not having sex, and that's not fair. Yeah, it's shitty. It's very shitty. I hate it. Yep. He's all, he's doing the whole thing like, how come you've never even, you're like so beautiful, and you're like 21, almost 22, or whatever, (sighs) and how have you avoided sex? Tell me. And she's like, "Mm." like, so anyways, it's 
she's like, why are you so angry with me? <laughs> and he does the whole thing like, I'm not angry with you. I'm angry with myself. Anyways, so he does this really gross thing, though, where he's like, I need to, we're going to rectify this situation. And he's like, I'm going to make love to you now. And she's like, oh, yeah, Christian, I thought you didn't make love. Remember you fuck hard, if I'm remembering that correctly? Yeah, exactly. And so this is when it gets into, like, literally 30 pages or whatever of them having the sex. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's a lot, I guess. Mm -hmm. Cue women and people of all sexualities and gender identities on their washing machines. I guess it's attractive for some people. Sure, sure. Um, <clears throat> I didn't really find it that enjoyable to read. Because um, he's like, I want to bite this lip. <laughs> yeah, but <'cause laughs> let for me bite like it. <laughs> 30 pages. The only yeah. thing of note here um, is E.L. James, who came up, well, she didn't, Stephanie Meyer came up with this character, apparently thinks Christian Grey. Where's Converse shoes? <laughs> and that's <laughs> despicable to me. You've tried yeah, to cure it. does seem a little off rant. base. Yeah. And because she goes on to say that Anna Steele wears Converse shoes. Very on brand. Sure. Bella also wears Converse shoes. Sure. Christian Grey does not wear Converse shoes. It's just, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to do the math, but it's just not, I'm not getting it. It doesn't make sense. Mm. Um, there's a lot about the sex scene that does not add up to me. <sighs> um, they're just, it doesn't. But that, by far, is the <laughs> most despicable part of this for me. The sex scene is really gross for a lot of reasons. So many reasons. But, like, one of the, the overlying things is that, like, she is experiencing all of this for the first time and yep. doesn't know and has never experienced any of this before and is just like really instinctually reacting to things and christian is always like policing those reactions and being yep. like whoa 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 we're gonna have to, you're so responsive but we're gonna have to cut that shit out when we actually <sighs> do this you know it's like mm, let her actually just have a first experience of something and do that but you know fuck it right <sighs> it's it pisses me off so bad that he can't just, like, let her live for once in her life. Literally. <laughs> like, you, this whole time, he keeps being like, you're so irresistible, Anna. Oh, my God. Uh. But the one time that she's trying to be unapologetic in yeah. herself, like, in, like, live in her life, and he's like, actually, can you just, like, not for a second? God damn. Like, women are not there just to please you, Christian. God damn it. It's true. There's a point in which he shoves his thumb Oh yeah, into her mouth. Yeah. After after fingering her uh with it with his thumb. And she is so fucking jazzed about it in She's a way in a way that would never would never happen if this was like your first time experiencing something like that. I nope. feel like just cuz like ev- just the basic like missionary any type of sex is new for her. Already just like diving a little bit. Just a, just a, just a little little bit into the kinky zone. I don't think she would be so, so into it as she was. That just seems a bit more, like, serving of, of Christian and, like, whatever. And she's already, know. like, throughout even when they weren't doing sex stuff, she's so resistant to him. Yeah. In every 
aspect. I right. don't know. Yeah. That didn't seem to play with me either. Yeah. Yeah. She was, yeah. And I, she's in pain, like, the whole time. Yep. yep she's yep, like, yep. it's fine, because I had, like, 12 orgasms, so it's cool. Yeah. But my he body at me. hurts. <laughs> oh my god, another part. Fuck, I completely forgot about it. Okay. So nipples are weird, right? They get hard. Oh my god. At the, most, at the most random of scenarios. Like, there's really no rhyme or reason for a lot of times. But I don't think if Christian Grey were to simply look, look at her nipples, they would just harden immediately. Yep. Or if he had looked at them again or, like, came closer, I don't remember what ha- actually happened, they would harden further? Question mark? Yep. <laughs> I don't think- I feel like E.L. James wrote the sex scene while listening to The Lonely Islands Jizz in My Pants over and over again. Wow. That's a fun take. And that's, I'm standing by that. <laughs> that's all I have to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> because everything that was written here could feasibly happen with someone's body. Yeah. Now, could it feasibly happen with someone who is having sex for the first time, who has also communicated that they have literally never masturbated for the first time? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. You know? I don't know. But when you're with, like, a sex god like Christian, who knows how to do everything right. Yeah, you know? I don't know. You know what I like, mean? Sometimes uh. you just... <laughs> it just happens like that, you know? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know? Just, like, sometimes with sex robots, it just, you know, you look at each other and you just orgasm. It's true. You know? Ugh. It happens. Fuck. What are you gonna do? God, if there's someone who needs to masturbate, it is Anastasia Steele. Honestly, probably not as much as Bella needs to, but definitely up there. I mean, they both are reading the same books. You know what I mean? So they both need to. Yeah. Okay, so she falls asleep at some point, even though he told her that she wasn't going to fall asleep. Weird. (laughs) But she wakes up to Christian doing the most Edward Cullen thing ever, which is playing sad, sad songs on his sad, sad piano. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're both the worst. Anyways, she goes... To follow the music and then she apologizes for disturbing him because <sighs> ugh, god anyways emotional labor is great um, i love it also um can we talk about the fact that she says when she finds him that she thought he was like butt-ass naked playing the <laughs> piano which is a mood um sure yeah but she there. says yeah. that she notices that he's wearing pj pants <sighs> hey what's pj pants <laughs> Hey, real talk? <laughs> hey. Because <laughs> I'm wearing pajama pants right now, but what's them PJ yeah. pants? What the fuck is a PJ? <laughs> Listen, she's just a small town girl, and sometimes she, you go Living in a small town world. Yeah. <laughs> you know the song. I can't believe, because I feel like every other time he's been wearing, like, like he would wear, like, sweatpants, right? And then yep. be like, oh, wait, he's wearing sweatpants. Uh, what? Just the fact that it would pivot so much to be like, no, these are specifically PJ pants. <laughs> you know, can I have some PJ pants, please? <laughs> like, oh, what? wow. <laughs> what the fuck, Christian? What did you just say? Hi, yeah. Uh, can I get a side of PJ pants on this one? Thank you. Taylor, I need PJ pants. Stat. <laughs> Taylor, fuck. <laughs> Give me some PJ pants. <laughs> Taylor's like, sir. I'm all out and I don't know how to do my laundry. You need to buy more. <laughs> 
here's here's a million dollars. I I need a mattress. <laughs> I need a new mattress every day, and I need a new pair of PJ pants, please. <laughs> This is your purpose. This is your job. <laughs> Daylor. God damn it. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, <laughs> she. So, the chapter ends, too, with Anna being like, so I woke up and you weren't here. Why? <laughs> Christian's like, because life is hard. Anna, get a helmet. Aren't we in love, Christian? We had one. We're, this is it. Yep, exactly. And then she, like, looks at his chest and being the blushing bride that he is he like covers his chest he's like hey whoa, whoa. <laughs> don't look Although at me she, she does try to just like her hand goes towards his chest to like touch to touch him and touch his fucking like chest hair and he's like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> we're not there yet hannah hey whoa, wait, ma'am excuse me <laughs> that is another base that we are not there yet no. Um, and then the last sentence of this fucking chapter um, is Christian Grey has a sad side. <sighs> so gross. Our little emo boy. Yep. Our blushing emo bride. Our rich baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> our manipulative, gross, blushing baby bride, Christian Grey. <laughs> yeah. Our sentient, sad, emo, <laughs> sex robot, Christian Grey. I hope because of this we will have the longest podcast title in the history of the podcast title. <laughs> Great. I love it. So anyways, next week, um, chapters 9 and 10, which means that we're so close to being halfway through this book, which is wild. Yeah, baby. So that's great. So shout out to our patrons. We got some fantastic $10 patrons. Ow, um, ow! Very good. Um, this week, Shannon Clearwater is... Sweet citrus smell of the red room. Jessica Stanley is the sad, sad keys on that piano. <laughs> oh, no. Um, okay. Katie Weber is the lightly chilled green grapes from the charcuterie <laughs> plate. So thank you to all thank of you. you. So much. You're great. All right. It is now time. For Taylor Brown Brown Town Fanfic Town, also known as Taylor Brown Flavor Town. Yeah, that's the yeah, one. yeah, that's the one. Um, back on our bullshit. This week, fantastic fan fiction is titled Fifty Shades of Doctor Sheldon Cooper. So yikes! Um, it's written by Andrew Mann. This was published on February seventeenth of twenty fifteen. The description is. Anna Steele has an interview with Nobel Prize-winning physicist Dr. Sheldon Cooper. She falls heavily for him. Little does she know that the enigmatic Dr. Cooper is a man with peculiar tastes and a traumatic past. So, yikes. Um, the image that is on here is uh, it's split in half. It's half Dakota Johnson and half the fucking... Sheldon Cooper guy that I don't know his name. Oh, no. I hate yeah. that. Okay. So, here we go. There's only one chapter, so it's just a fucking one shot here. Uh, actually, and he's so young, I start to feel lightheaded. I'm not Miss Kavanaugh. I'm... Then you must have the wrong office, says Dr. Sheldon Cooper. I was expecting a meeting with a Miss Kavanaugh. Miss Kavanaugh is indisposed, I say, straightening my skirt as I stand up. She has sent me as her replacement. I hope you don't mind, Dr. Cooper. Dr. Cooper cocks his head. His right eye begins to twitch. The right side of his lip quivers. 
I find myself completely frozen in his stare as if I were under the gaze of a Gorgon. A Gorgon with the body of an Adonis. He's so hot. Oh, all right, says Dr. Cooper in a nonchalant tone. He pivots and makes his way towards his desk. He sits on a black leather executive chair and turns toward me. And you are? His voice sounds slightly amused, even warm. I'm Anastasia Steele, says Dr. Cooper. That's a funny name, says Dr. Cooper. Whose bright idea was it to name you that? My mother? Oh, <laughs> quadruple crap. I'm totally going to die. Oh, all right, Dr. Cooper. Waves me to a burgundy leather couch. Have a seat. I make my way around the, le the left side of the couch and sit down. That's my spot. I leap to my feet, my heart exploding from my chest. Dr. Cooper is staring at me with his steely and passive eyes. He is determined but calm and smoking hot. Uh, what? I manage to say. Don't sit there, says Dr. Cooper. That's where I sit. But you're not sitting here right now. You're sitting on that chair. I regret my indiscretion immediately. It doesn't matter. That's my spot. I flush. Is he teasing me? I hope so. What difference does it make? That spot is close enough to the window to get a good view of the Pasadena horizon while far enough to avoid catching a drift in the winter. It is situated directly across from the door, granting me the fastest access to the facilities while close enough to my desk to give me a sense of comfort. From this vantage point, I get a full view of my amiibo figures placed here, here, and here, <laughs> while also giving me a direct line to the printer thus allowing me to have fun while also being productive. I could go on and on, but the most important point is this. This is my office, so I have placed this spot in a state of eternal dibs. And scene. I can't believe you made me listen to that. I get a full view of my amiibo figures. You made me listen to something in which Sheldon Cooper was seen as hot. You had to, I had to listen, I had to hear that. To be fair, Taylor <laughs> Brown did that. You didn't have to pick this one. You could have said skip on this one. You you did this. You you were you were complicit in this choice. <laughs> God, <laughs> fucking Seattle. Get it. Get whipped. <laughs> this is an Earbud Media production. You can find us on Twitter at Earbud Media and listen to the rest of our shows. You can find this show on Twitter at Into the Twilight, as well as Into the Twilight.show. You can send us an email at Into the Twilight Show at gmail.com. You can also become a sponsor of the show or buy some merch at Into the Twilight.bigcartel.com. Our art is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at Your Ghost Toast 44 on Instagram, and our music is done by Eli Krauss, you can find at Eli Sauerkraus and Krausfilms.com. The intro and outro is by KB Smith, you can find at KB underscore underscore Smith on Twitter. You can find Allie on Twitter at Into Wild Places, and you can find me at Dyke Discourse.